Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just a nice way to start your Thursday. Let's just let just let Barry Manilow soothe you. I mean, what a voice! What a voice! Get to the chorus because it's going to make sense here in LA, at least. shocked that my wife was not as big a Barry Manilow fan as I was when I gave it to her as a Christmas gift. Gave her a Barry Manilow concert. She's like, what the fuck is this? It's, we're going to see Barry Manilow. It was me, my wife, and for some weird reason, like tw- 10,000 Filipino women, older Filipino women. And that was a Christmas gift? Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, among, she didn't love it. She didn't love it. <laughs> Shockingly, and I got it on Groupon of all things. Oh, and it's she a didn't half love that. price Barry Manilow <laughs> ticket. Uh, Barry Manilow is a classic case of where my head is at these days with just life. It's just like, what's it all for? You know, especially in this business that we're in, Alex and myself, and you guys might think about this a little bit too. It just none of it matters in the end. You know, you fight and you claw and you try to do be the best at comedy or show business and all of it. In the end, you just nobody remembers. It's move, all moves so quickly now mm-hmm. because of the internet and TikTok and all of these things that are just everything is just gone. Like a guy like Barry Manilow, who was when I was growing up, I mean, just as big as it got. Yeah. Guy used to do like not only was he a superstar like on hit after hit after hit on the radio but this is in the era where they would if you had hits on the radio give the guy a special on abc or some network three networks give him a special mm-hmm. you know variety stuff where they and and we would sit down and watch this i mean looking at it now i don't know tastes have changed i guess because it's none of it's breaking bad or the wire or like good tv that you see now mm-hmm. like this was the dumbest shit 
But I guess we maybe we were all dumber, and we would sit and watch like Barry Manilow do comedy sketches, half cocked comedy sketches, and you know they have there'd be a knock on the door, and who's this? And oh, Marie Osmond's here. They'd sing a song. Marie Ooh. Osmond would leave. Another sketch would happen. You know, just and he'd sing a couple songs, pretend he was straight. You know, mm-hmm. I just can't find the right lady. You know, and then oh, and then he knock on the door, and it's a uh, I don't know Vicky Lawrence. Do you need a good woman to get you through? Barry Manilow, tell me about it, Vicky. And yeah, we had some fun. <laughs> anyway, but like biggest star in the world is mm-hmm. my point. And now, you know, Barry Manilow must just be like, like if you asked a 22-year-old girl who Barry Manilow or a guy, whoever, 22-year-old, yeah, 32-year-old, they're like, I don't even know who that is. And then you show him a picture. It's Barry Manilow. Like, Who's this old fuck? You know, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Barry Manilow. Yeah. But nobody. And it's just like, here he's probably like, here I am fighting my whole, like clawing and fighting to get hit songs. And now I'm Barry Manilow. I got two, Chris Frangiola, 10 rows back of the Groupon ticket at the forum. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a Christmas. It was it was very Barry Christmas. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You heard me. That sounds nice. He does Christmas like a cr- very Barry Christmas. Mm-hmm. He does a couple of Christmas. I mean, he gets the fuck out. I don't know. Th- I, I think if, if you he stopped singing for a minute, you could hear the car running in the parking lot. Like, that's how <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He's like, we're going to do a couple of hits and I'm going to run out of here as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's he's probably an hour and 10 minutes, couple of hits, Copacabana finishes up. He's off to stay. They're still out there, you know, singing. Got a couple of backup dancers dancing around. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He's already on the freeway driving home. And now he he does like some third rate casino in Vegas, and that's how it ends. Yeah, this is how it ends. No matter all, the highest of the highs. Eventually, it's a third rate casino in Vegas, and then the you're Orleans in Orleans Arena. Then, yeah. yeah, and then you're you're in a side of a, of a freeway, expressway, whatever you guys call them where you live. You're on the side of a road in a in a graveyard that nobody comes anymore. It's just a dirty graveyard. Some fake flowers, <laughs> some sun bleach fake flowers sitting out that somebody put down three years ago. And, uh, you know, that's it. You see them. We see the roadside graveyards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the place in a couple of weeks. I'm going on my southern tour, Nashville, uh, all the other Birmingham. ones. That are Birmingham. Birmingham. Uh, Memphis. Huntsville. Huntsville. I'm going on that tour that I went on when I started to see the front yard People just buried in the yard. Yeah. And I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Bury me in the yard. Keep me near the family. Yeah, that'll be. So there you go, everybody. That's a little Barry Mantle. And the reason why we started with because it, it's raining again here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. We're pouring rain again. Atmospheric, atmospheric river is what they're calling them, Alex. It's some sort of, I haven't heard that term before, but it's a weather pattern. Yeah. That I guess. And this is the 11th one we've had this uh, winter wow. so far. And it means it's just like a basically a river in the sky that just dumps <laughs> on us for you know a day, mm-hmm. and then um, I think so. We, we're in, we're currently in an atmospheric river again. I'm glad that I got a uh, you know palatial estate with a huge pool in the backyard just in time for L.A. to become Seattle. Yeah, you know, perfect mm-hmm. timing on my part. Anyway, but the good thing is I just looked up crime in Los Angeles, and I was telling Alex about the cities that have that are crime has increased in the cities that crime has decreased mm-hmm. in the last few years. And I'm in one of the safest cities in, uh, in Los Angeles, in LA County. according to this, uh, poll, mm-hmm. you know, but they probably don't go to the Seven Eleven. I go into the morning where it's just poopy, <laughs> a lot of poopy pants in there. Yeah. Just a lot of construction guys, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of guys just getting some shit. <clears throat> There's a thing. I wish I could be this guy. And, you know, we have a we have a lot of uh, Latino construction workers here. They get the job done. I got no issue with them. These mm-hmm. guys, you want something done, you got an old Latino guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking anything from making a happy face on a pancake. If you yep. guys listen to Patreon, you know what I'm talking about. I went to IHOP. I got the happy face pancake for my daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't know who was doing the artwork in the back, but this wasn't happy face. No. This was, I'd look, it was cracked out face. Yes. And the whipped cream, the <laughs> smile, they didn't even get the smile right. The, the chocolate chips are supposed to be the teeth. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know this. Chocolate chips are supposed to be teeth. So they should, they're supposed to be put, they just threw them on there. Yeah. I mean, it looked like, uh, I don't know what was happening. And then- uh, Did you post the picture? 
I have the picture. I'll post it. Post I will it, post yeah. the picture. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, anyway, but I go into the 7-Eleven in the morning. I take a lot of shit for my 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. I never got more comments. Uh, a lot of times you'll see me on Juicy Scoop. I go on Juicy Scoop. I'm on actually, I go there and right after this. Mm-hmm. I'll be on Juicy Scoop, I believe, tomorrow, Thursday. Um, and uh, and I sit at the table. It's on YouTube. She has her YouTube clips and i sit there with my 7-eleven coffee and more people comment on that 7-eleven coffee cup than anything like oh my god chris frangiola is drinking 7-eleven coffee yeah. gross i'm like wait when did is i thought it was supposed to be like good coffee and i find it to be pretty good yeah i'm not a coffee snob i'll give you that but the reason i like 7-eleven coffee is because i could do it myself it's quick there's no line at seven o'clock in the morning every starbucks is a fucking line around the block takes forever I don't know. And so I go into 7-Eleven, boom, done, out the door, no problems. Am I wrong in saying this? No, I think you're right. And I think once you shed yourself of a Starbucks addiction, once you get a few months away from it yeah. and you actually drink that coffee, oh. you'll be honest with yourself. It's not that great. Oh, wow. It's wow. a little bitter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bitter. But some people, I think, like it. Anyway, it's listen. It's routine. It's habit. I love it, too. I got but it. I do. I'm with you. It makes me feel like I... It's, Listen, Starbucks makes me feel like there's comfort in Starbucks, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like I always say, you see a Starbucks pop up in your neighborhood, things mm-hmm. are going in the right direction. Yeah. That's what I always say. You know, you see a uh, you see a Boost Mobile pop up in your neighborhood, you got a problem. Yeah. Okay? So just be careful. Keep an eye. I don't know if you guys are in a real estate game, but keep an eye keep on Keep an it. eye. Uh, anyway, that's the situation. lot to talk about today. We're going to have some fun over here at Cover to Cover. We're in spring, Alex. You wouldn't know it by looking outside no. the garage right now, but we are in spring. Yesterday, it began. Spring began at 5.27 p.m., wherever you live. Spring, we did it. We made it through the winter. We made it to spring. And how do we celebrate over here at Cover to Cover? Alex and I head to the East Coast. Yep. We are bringing spring delight to you people over there in Connecticut. We're going to uh, Stamford, Connecticut. Yep. Stan- people, a lot of people telling me I'm pronouncing it wrong. They can say they said, "Chris, it's Stanford." I'm like, "Yeah, there is a place called Stanford, yes. but this is not it. No, this is Stamford with an and, M. Yeah, with an M. And we're at the New York Comedy Club in Stamford, Connecticut, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night we'll be there, and you guys will be listening to this on Thursday, so this won't matter to you. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be Thursday night. You can come right from listening to this. You can come to Bananas. Comedy Club in New Jersey. Rutherford, New Jersey. Rutherford, New Jersey. Then on Friday night, we're at McGuire's mm. on Long Island. I'm back in Ronkonkoma. Uh, the hero has returned yep. to Ronkonkoma. Conquering the Prince of Ronkonkoma is back. <laughs> the Prince of Ronkonkoma. Yeah, and, uh, and I will be there just to, for one night at McGuire's out there in uh, Long Island. Excited to see some some faces. Mm-hmm. And, and then not excited to see some other ones. You know, But who knows who's coming. Anyway, we'll be there. And then Saturday, free day, just to roam the East Coast. And then Sunday night, of course, with the cutting room in New York City. Myself, everybody's coming. It's it's going to be the elite of New York is coming. Yep. A lot of people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Mayor Koch is yeah. coming. He's You're, coming? Yeah, he'll be there. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Uh, 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 Fiorello LaGuardia is coming. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh-huh. How yeah. do we pull I don't them? Whatever. These are the elite of New York. Rex Reed is coming. Yeah. This, this means nothing to anybody except me. If you knew... The, the elite of New York, Cindy Adams is mm-hmm. coming. Uh, so th- there you go. I, we're we're going to have some fun down there. Quentin Crisp. Oh, I've heard that one. Yeah. Quentin Crisp. Didn't he run for president <laughs> no. or something? He was Quentin Crisp. This was back in, we used to be, I used to be such a huge fan. Loved, loved, loved Late Now with David Letterman Ooh. on NBC. It's the yeah. reason I'm, I'm in oh, show business. Oh, we've talked about it. I yeah, recall and this. And Letterman used to have just crazy guests. So he didn't have to have celebrities on. It was the days where a talk show could just have weirdos. Mm-hmm. And it was my, I don't know why somebody has not done this since. Like, just have, I mean, Howard Stern does it a little bit, I guess, with the yeah. whack back. But, ha- I mean, Letterman, instead of having, like, Jennifer Aniston on, like, how many more times can we hear Jennifer Aniston talk about whatever dumb movie she's got yeah. coming out? He would have just on, like, just Quentin Crisp, some, like, a real effeminate older Englishman who would just tell stories. And he'd have that Harvey P. Carr, this comic book guy. And he'd have uh, a guy named Art Donovan, was like an old football player from uh-huh. the Baltimore Colts. Like, not even like a... He wasn't Joe Montana. No. And he would just tell crazy stories and brother Theodore. And I mean, the funniest shit I've ever seen. And I was, you know, high school. 
Yeah. And I couldn't, I thought this shit was the greatest. I mean, now people are like, he's being mean to them, you know, like, so we can't yeah. do that. And you know, this guy's, because obviously these people had like mental problems. Yeah. Some of them, you know, and he would just sit there and kind of goof on it. Checks a check. Yeah. So, but oh my God, those were the days. I wonder if Letterman, what Letterman thinks about that now. Mm-hmm. You know, if you went, what would you think of Brother Thief? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like one of those dudes like, doesn't, huh? doesn't remember anything <laughs> about. But anyway, there you go. Enjoyed that shit. Lot to, to uh, what, well, I mean, I guess we could talk about, let me just go down some headlines. Now, originally when we started the Cover to Cover podcast, maybe you guys are new to listening to it. Our plan was to literally do that. Mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned this before, but our plan was to go cover to cover. We were going to start, we, we kind of like the New York Post at the time when you can actually get a tangible copy of the New York Post. It's so hard to find out, but there used to be a 7-Eleven by my house, which I'm no longer in. Uh, that I was able to get the real copy. You remember, Alex I used do. to bring it to the old Koreatown studios mm-hmm. and we'd thumb through it. You could hear you flipping the pages. That's right, that's yeah. right, that's right. Anyway, I was surprised you were able to hear it through your stroked out ears, but uh, <laughs> he did, he heard it. Anyway, here we go. Now, I'm just going to read you some quick headlines from the New York Post. Today's New York Post. These are just the headlines okay. to show you how topsy-turvy what the fuck is happening in this world? Where are we going? How's it all? It nothing. Just Barry Manilow. Just yeah. be Barry Manilow and go get an old, get a casino, find a casino job, mm-hmm. and just live out your life. Taylor Swift leaves fans speechless after diving headfirst into stage gap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fake Barbie jailed for stabbing boyfriend to death makes prison sex demand. Oh. Okay. We're, we're going to we'll keep going. Uh, Mercyhurst Carsey Breer charged for pushing wheelchair down bar stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, There's about six words I didn't understand in that one. but <laughs> I have, That one, I might as well have been speaking Chinese. Yeah. I have no idea what I just read. Yeah. Uh, Earth's nearing point of no return. Greenhouse gas emissions must be cut. Law enforcement not expecting possible Trump arraignment until next week. Reason for Shaq's hospital stay revealed after photo causes stir. Here's my favorite one. This is today's headlines. Fan poops an aisle near Hillary yep. and Chelsea Clinton <laughs> at a Broadway show. I saw this. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to get into that story more. Um, here's another good one. TikTok star 30. Oh, no, that's not. No, <laughs> no, that's not the one. Oh, here it is. Only fans model known for her long tongue. Sues X 6.3 billion for alleged revenge porn. Oh, that's a lot to yeah. wrap your head around in that one. She's got a long tongue. Mm-hmm. See, she's an OnlyFans model. Yes. With a long tongue. Mm-hmm. And she's suing her ex for $6.3 billion. That's a lot. He probably doesn't have it. No, and he put up revenge porn. Now, what is this revenge porn? It's where you post. It's almost like posting a, a video or pictures of someone without their consent to the oh. internet. Also, like they would exchange pictures, these two back and yeah. forth. Or maybe he took a video while they were in the with, act. Of her long tongue. Yeah. Okay. And then when they broke up, he posted it without her knowledge. Oh, oh, okay. That's revenge porn. Now, That's how revenge how porn. would I find something? I'd go on. How do I know? Like if I'm just a regular guy, mm-hmm. how do I know to go find this? The guy says it, like, go watch this. I'm getting revenge on... This that's my, a my good girlfriend th- with a long tongue. I mean, you can't really market a crime, so that's a great question. Yeah. I mean, I guess you just go on like mm-hmm. Pornhub or one of those deals. Yeah, you just type in revenge. A Florida OnlyFans model whose claim to fame is an abnormally long tongue is suing her boyfriend for six point two billion for allegedly taking control of her social me- social media accounts oh. and sharing explicit content without her consent. Oh, he did it on her. <laughs> I guess. Michaela oh. Saravia, Sar- twenty five. She's twenty five. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know who Barry Manilow is. No, I, I guarantee you if i said michaela uh can you tell me with your long tongue who barry manilow she was i don't know who that is who this i said this is barry manilow maybe you ever hear of copacabana i don't know nothing i tell you i got a long tongue stick it in your butthole why is that what people do uh michaela saravia claims that nicholas hunter 27 that's uh that's the boyfriend i don't mm-hmm. you know what to, i got i'm gonna tell you right now just by the name alone yeah. Nicholas Hunter, he don't have six point three no, billion. No, I'm just saying. Seized her OnlyFans and Twitter accounts uh, after they ended a turbulent five year. Oh, five years lasted a long time. I'm surprised, you know, when you when somebody has. Oh, there's a long tongue. Yeah, there you go. Oh God, she does have a long tongue. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Jesus! Alex is showing me a video of her long tongue. That's it. So yeah. people go on TikTok to just watch her. 
I mean, didn't do, did she do anything with a long tongue? Not or was on, just watching her stick it out? Not on TikTok, but I think that's what the OnlyFans the is social, for. I'm, I'm going to continue on with this story Sorry. whether you guys want. No, it's fine. The social media sensation charged in a federal lawsuit filed last week that Hunter charged to change the passwords behind posting graphic images and videos. Uh, she has two accounts on OnlyFans, one that may be viewed for free. That's mm-hmm. the one I think yeah, you just showed me, Alex. And a more explicit one that's accessible for 30 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm doing it. I do a Patreon. We just do 5 and $10. Mm-hmm. And I'm my, my tongue's moderately long, I think. I think it's long enough to, like, for soup. Yeah. You know, I don't use my tongue for much more than soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hot soup. You know who loves hot soup, Alex? Who? My dad loves Ooh. hot soup. Uh, he will have hot soup, like, on a beach. He'll sit on a beach. Mm-hmm. And like have a hot clam chowder on the beach. On, on a hot on day? On a hot day. Yeah, he'll be like under an umbrella. What are you having? Hot soup, Christopher. Wow. Hot soup. That's a... I think it's a thing of the past, soup. You know, mm-hmm. I know people, people aren't... I wonder if the, how soup companies are doing, like Campbell's and mm-hmm. uh, what are some of the other soup companies, Alex? Progresso? <laughs> Progresso. I'm pretty sure they're That's gone. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good soup. No, they're around. They're okay. Cause they, but they've moved on into like some mm-hmm. other things. Progresso's doing... Uh, the pastas, I think, and yeah. things like that. But uh, Dinty Moore, Dinty Moore, Dinty, Dinty Moore, Moore. Yeah. beef stew. That's a beef stew. That's a, that's a, a heartier stew. than yeah. a soup. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Dinty Moore's got a beef stew. Mm-hmm. Oh, we it, it had to be a good a good uh, horse. But my father had to have a good horse come in mm-hmm. if we were doing Dinty Moore Dinty beef Moore. stew. That was a nice one. Yeah, that's a good night. And I was always under the impression because these are things we weren't allowed to have as children. Yeah. And I was under the impression this must be very expensive. Cost a couple yeah, bucks. Like yeah, like this must. To get a Dinty Moore in the mm-hmm. house must be, some, well, it's going to break the bank at the Frangiola house. So, and then you, when I grew up, I'm like, Dinty Moore is a dollar. A, like, yeah. It's a I mean, it's for homeless can. people. Yeah. So, I don't know why we weren't having it, but I enjoyed the Dinty Moore. Steakums, you know, that was one thing where we were like, can we just have Steakums mm-hmm. every day? At the Frangiola house. And like, we're well, not doing steakums. Maybe they were protecting us, my mom and dad. Maybe they were better parents than I was, yeah. had, you know, had, was under the impression they were. Because they were like, no, you're not eating steakums. It's good. Because I don't even know if they're around anymore. It's just a thin mm-hmm. slice of meat. And you put it in a frying pan. And it fried up fast. Real fast. Real fast. Yeah. You got to keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. You throw it on some bread. You had a fucking steak sandwich. Mm-hmm. Nice one. And uh, but we never were allowed steakums. We could we could I could have grown up on steakums had I been uh, allowed to. You've been allowed. So I'm looking at Mikkel Sarabia, the girl with the long tongue, abnormally long. Oh, she's a nice looking girl. She got a big. She got a big booty on her too. Mm-hmm. You, say, you say booty or ass? Uh, I want to say you booty. Can say either. Because yeah, I want the young. I want to get some young audience members. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say booty because I think that's what they say. You got a nice booty on you. Uh, she's got uh, OnlyFans content is eight million six hundred fifty five thousand followers. Wow! Oh, and here's the here's Nicholas Hunter. Okay, he's got a lot of chains on him. He's got some diamonds. Maybe he does have a bill. You know, six point five billion dollars. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, she's got those eyelashes. Mm-hmm. She not only has abnormally long tongue, she's got abnormally long eyelashes, which yeah. I just I can't. Uh, okay, well there you go. And then it, that's so. These are the stories of the day. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's wild times. There's a girl out there, interesting story, I thought, who keeps saying she's Madeline McCain. Okay. Madeline McCann. Yeah. You know, we all remember who Madeline McCann was. It's a terrible story. She's a little girl. The story is always in our in my head because I have a daughter, probably at Madeline McCann's age when she was mm-hmm. abducted, whatever she was. Yes. Who knows? She still hasn't been found. Nobody's gotten any clue. We keep every couple of years we hear a new story. Mm-hmm. Somebody claiming they're her, somebody claiming they know where she is, somebody claiming same thing with the John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. Every couple of years we'll hear a story that, you know, some guy will be like, I'm the guy who did it. You know, they'll do some DNA test or something and it turns out they're not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a woman now saying, I'm Madeline McCann. Yeah. And uh, Julia Faustina. Julia Faustina. She, and now the weird thing is, I guess she's an adopted, like her parents are like, well, she is adopted. So like, maybe. It could be. Anyway, I guess they did a DNA test yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she's not Madeline McCann. But it's odd that that actually had to happen, that she thinks she's Madeline. But I think this girl's a little off, mm-hmm. judging by the picture. She just looks... Uh, she looks troubled. But anyway, yeah. that, that story, that Madeline McCann story is just the worst. It's, And there are times when my wife and I are on vacation, uh, we're in Hawaii, wherever we're going on vacation the next week to uh, 
to the um, where are we going to the Palmetto uh, Bluff? Palmetto Bluff. Oh, it's a love. We love it down there. Palmetto mm-hmm. Bluff, and then over to Myrtle Beach with mom and dad. Uh, so it's a couple of days of Palmetto Bluff, and there's times when we're like, she's you know our daughter's dead asleep, and we're like, you oh, know, we could. Yeah, you know, we could probably go down to the bar right now. It's yeah. not, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. And that's kind of what they did in the Madeline McCann. I mean, they're mm-hmm. an odd. I've watched the documentary on on Netflix, and they're an odd couple. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't wish any of this stuff on. You know, just because they're strange yeah. doesn't mean that they're guilty. Yes, but they're strange. Yeah. Anyway, but that's what they kind of they did. They're like everybody's asleep. We can go have a wine. That was in Portugal. Portugal I or yes. something? Was it Portugal? I think so. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was Port- Maybe it was. Anyway. Um, so they would, they would, they would see, uh, they could say, oh, we could see the room. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, I think we were in Hawaii. We're like, yeah. we could see the room. But then we're like, fuck. We always go, Madeline McCann. So yep. like, nope, we'll stay here. So you stay in the room. So every vacation, no matter where we are, it could be the greatest place. 7 p.m. It doesn't make any difference how fun the city is. We're in mm-hmm. the hotel room at 7 p.m. Unless we want our daughter to be abducted, uh, which I don't. I don't want her to be abducted. I like her. I don't want her to be abducted. <laughs> Big Mac inflation, Alex. Big Mac inflate the inflation. That's inflation. A lot of people talk about this inflation. It's getting everybody. And mm-hmm. I I agree. Like I'm this lately. I've been going out and like doing things. I'm like I don't know. Is this always seven hundred dollars? Like every, I feel like everything is. Every time I leave the house, I swear it's five hundred dollars. Yeah. Just Target, couple of things. Target, mm-hmm. one hundred and twenty dollars. Then you go to. Yeah, I told you Grocery I got my America's store. Best eyeglasses. Oh, yeah. I only got one pair, Alex. The, the deal over at America's Best is two pairs for whatever, 179 159 mm-hmm. 129 depending upon what area you're choosing them from. Yeah. I got one pair. Now, I told you who they were, the Jamie Foxx collection, mm-hmm. Privé Rue. Yeah. I believe I'm pronouncing High that High-end right. stuff. Well, that's what I, th- yeah, turns out it's $700 by the time I was all said and done. You know, so Those damn progressives. Th- and inflation. And inflation. Uh, anyway, you want to know what, uh, what it's? They say it's getting into the Big Mac world. Big mm-hmm. Mac is the inflation is uh, is getting is getting everybody. Big Mac. How much do you think a Big Mac goes for these days? My guess is seven dollars. Seven dollars for a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in, in most towns, I hear it's probably nine, but no, you're a little high. You're a little okay. high. Uh, Isn't that their premier item though? It is, but but even the premier item at McDonald's is you know it's not. It's I don't think it's going to be nine bucks. You know, it's still. Now, listen, I don't know where, I haven't had a Big Mac in, I don't know, a long time. Got to mm-hmm. be 10 years. So I didn't even know. But here it is. The U.S. now estimated that it's a $5.15. Oh, is that And they're it? saying that's up 22% from pre-pandemic prices. Yeah. But I would imagine that's like, sometimes you go, that's like Midwest prices mm-hmm. now. And uh, the Iconic Burger varies from state to state. Uh, Big Mac in Hawaii, that's the highest. It's fetching a whopping five dollars and thirty one cents. Oh well, that's not bad. I feel like bad. that's not that bad. No, I feel like that's the price of a big. Like what? What do you think it was going to be? A dollar? I mean, I'm, it's a Big Mac for yeah. God's sakes. Yeah. How much do you think that special sauce cost? I would have assumed that just the regular. Quarter oh, New York's the most be. expensive. Oh. Sorry, Hawaii. My apologies. Oh no. It, okay, New York's the most expensive. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. Hawaii's five thirty one. New York's five twenty three. Not New bad. Jersey, five nineteen. We're going to be in all these places. Mm-hmm. Five nineteen. We can go to. We can get a Big Mac in Jersey. Alex is going to be driving with me. I'm thrilled about it. Uh, he's going to be driving with me from Connecticut to Jersey, and then from Jersey to Long Island, talking the whole time. Anyway, and then uh, the my favorite country stars. I'm like, okay, oh. got it. You want to talk country music in the car? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, can't if you'll wait. let me. Yeah, I'll tell do me about it. Hank Williams. Anyway, so five nineteen and in California, we're doing well over here. Mm-hmm. It's only five dollars and eleven cents out of more than thirteen thousand McDonald's in the U.S. Mississippi has the cheapest Big Macs. Uh, they're only three dollars and ninety one cents. Congratulations, Mississippi! Good, yeah. The best bang for your buck can be found. Fa- oh, uh, Arkansas has got a good one, three ninety five. Alabama, I'm coming there. Mm-hmm. I might get a. I might get a three ninety nine Big Mac in Alabama. Yeah, Miller, yeah, four dollars. Anyways, you, the prices are increasing on the Big Mac. Can I tell you something? Yeah, I've never had a Big Mac. Really? Never. I've always is been this a, true? I've always been a plain guy, so I was never really driven to try it. But I've never had one. Two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Mm-hmm. Now I could live to be hundred and ten, and not forget. And that. I will not forget. Yeah, that. I don't remember what I did yesterday, mm-hmm. but I remember that jingle or whatever it was. Two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And it's, you know what? It's horrible when, when you just break it all down. But when you're eating it, you're like, this is all, this is pretty damn good. Yeah. And I think it's just that sauce that makes it kind of okay. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I think I could still, thank God things are going well for me that I could still, I'm looking at these prices. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't seem that exorbitant to me. Yeah. There's things that have seemed worse. I my daughter the other day, Sunday night, I want pizza. I want pizza. So I got to deliver. So I get Don, listen, all right, everybody. So uh, child abuse, call it what you want. Domino's is American class. Here's why I ordered Domino's because I looked on the list of places and it tells you how quickly it's going to get there. Mm -hmm. If you do go like DoorDash. Yeah. And there's good pizza places around here. And then a DoorDash will tell you 45 minute delivery, 45 to an hour before it comes. And then you look at Domino's and like be there in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's, I, that's what I need. I, Mm -hmm. you could say what you want about me, but that's Domino's is terrible. 20, I, I got a fucking kid. We got to get this shit quick. Mm-hmm. So I get Domino's. I got to tell you. And the guy tells me the door, the guy who delivered it. He goes, thank you for the night. Good tip. Wow. I left 25%. Nice. Thank you very much. It was almost $8 of mm-hmm. the tip. I thought that for a guy to get in the car, in the rain, come walk up my giant front yard, got to come through gates. It's probably scary for a guy coming through these gates. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't know who's behind. He probably thinks it's this is a, I don't know, Rod Stewart back here with yeah. this type of house. So he doesn't know what's going on. Anyway, he comes in. And uh, so I get one pizza, Alex. Mm-hmm. One pizza, half my daughter wants nothing on it, you know, okay. and I get half Jeez. what I, yeah. So. What do you get on it? This time I got, thank you, Alex, for asking. Uh, this time I got some sort of uh, that, that those uh, banana peppers. Banana peppers. Um, uh, diced tomato. Okay. And uh, some other, mushroom. Mushroom, oh. yeah. I didn't get any meat. I don't know, the meat. All right, that's an meat. interesting combo. I, I like know. it. I know. T- let me tell you, this is, uh, I'm sorry to say this, everybody. And I'm sorry, to, uh, now when I'm reading a story about the girl with the long tongue, mm-hmm. she's 25. It's not a young, and we're trying to get the younger viewers. That's yeah. why we're using words like booty and telling stories about, uh, you know, Taylor Swift diving yeah. into a crowd. We want a younger audience. Yeah, we're cracking we, a couple listen, boards. Listen, we already have the audience <laughs> that tells me you need to floss yeah. uh, before uh, before bed. Somebody wrote me a long thing about flossing because we talked talked about a bagel story and Alex, this woman, wrote about flossing. Mm-hmm. This is the audience I have. Yeah. They write me on Instagram and tell me that if I can go on stage earlier because they don't like to drive in the dark. Mm-hmm. They'd like to be home before the sun sets. So I'd rather I'd try to get a younger audience, a long-tongued younger audience. So we're <laughs> going to play a clip we have in, in a second about young people yeah. and uh, the audience we're looking for. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> What was I? Just what, was what I, we need. What was I talking about? We were talking about what you get on your pizza. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't like the the meats because it it gets now. This I'm I'm sorry to say this. I get a little heartburny from oh, okay. from pepperonis these days. Okay. I don't <laughs> look so, forward to those days. No, but all right. I'm okay. With you. We got it. You son I'm of a sorry. bitch. We got it. Anyway, but it's not. It's not good. <laughs> so I so I do just go. Anyway, it come all said and done. Now I just got the pizza. That's it. Nothing mm-hmm. else. No bullshit. I did get a ranch tip. dress. My daughter likes ranch. Mm-hmm. We were raising a, a classic white trash yeah. little kid. Ranch, ranch mm-hmm. on everything. Yes, on everything. So, um, so the ranch. What is that? Seventy five cents for a mm-hmm. little thing of ranch. Anyway, the whole thing all said and done, like thirty three dollars. Yeah, I feel like that's. For I should be concerned. One like Domino's the big, pizza. One Domino. Like the Big Mac, five dollar. That's not so bad. Thirty five dollar. Domino's pizza, that's a lot. But that's yeah. service fee, uh, yeah. delivery DoorDash fee. DoorDash has to get their cut. 25% tip for the guy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to you gotta tip these. You got to tip everybody. I like that he mentioned it to you, too. He did. And he waved. I thought it was interesting that you can see me through the window because mm-hmm. I was looking out the window. And I, here's my thing about the, the window. If you're I, in the other house I used to live in, we had a very big window and you could see it in from the street. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people would walk past and they would wave at me through the window yeah. like neighbors. And I always thought there should be an unspoken rule that you pretend you don't see what's happening inside the house. Yes. I always th- Isn't that kind of a rule? Mm-hmm. You pretend that like, there's a, this is a one-way window. You just don't want to get caught looking back at him. Exactly. You're but just, anyway, this, pe- this Domino's guy comes watch. in and he gives me a big wave through yeah. the window. I'm like, you got to pretend you don't see me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking out to make sure you're up to snuff. You don't wave to me. Yeah. Anyway, he waved. He said, thanks for the big tip, he said. 
I was always under the impression you didn't bring up the tip, you know, like when you're a server, you wait till they leave to even look at it. But in this world, I think it's nice. You know why? Why? Because it's like I always say, this was a 72-year-old Eastern European man. Oh, yeah. And this is is a guy who's going to get the fucking job done. He's going to break the rules. He's going to thank you for a tip Mm -hmm. if it's a good one. He ran three lights to get here. Yeah, exactly. In his country, he's a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. In my country, I'm a doctor. Like, all right, enough. Let me have the pizza. Uh, (laughs) That's the situation. But uh, anyway, we got. I I felt like that was a lot. Mm -hmm. Party's over, everybody. More inflation news. I'm sorry to bum everybody out. The Big Apple's most recognizable pizza joint, Two Brothers Pizza. Mm-hmm. We pass them all the time in New York City. They had a very fl- famous $1 slice. Yeah. One of the things I like about New York is that dollar pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you pass by a dollar pizza, and it really is. There's no bullshit. You're no like, bullshit. wait a minute, there's got to be there's got to be a catch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's dollar pizza. And sometimes I have it, I'm like, you know, in a pinch, I'm like, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. So dollar pizza, you get a RC Cola with it. Next thing you know, you're out of there for four bucks. Anyway, uh, Two Brothers Pizza, which was famous for the dollar pizza, announced the the death of the deliciously uh, cheap delicacy, saying it's going up. It's going up the two bucks, two dollar slice. Yeah, um, still not bad. Yeah, they got it. It's inflation. They got to tell. Mm-hmm. What is this Taylor Swift? The new tours began, right? For Taylor yes. Swift, everybody's talking. You know what? I honestly, I watched some clips from it, and I got to say, I'm not going to spend ten thousand dollars on a ticket or whatever people are spending. But I, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, she sounds great. There's like dancing, you know, a lot of fun, like lights and dancing. If you're a kid who's into Taylor Swift, I would imagine going to a Taylor Swift concert has got to be life changing for yes. you. I mean, this has got to be something like. So I'm all about it. I'm I'm glad people are doing it now. Not out there with their long tongues. Mm-hmm. You know, I encourage young kids to go to more Taylor Swift. Wholesome, nice lady. Who's, you know, I don't like the bangs, but that's her business. Yeah. Let her have the bangs if she wants the bangs. And then she's, at, you know, she's prancing around, singing all her songs about Jake Gyllenhaal's scar for some stupid shit. But kids love it. And it's better than Long Tongue Lady. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm I'm all about it anyway. So she, she dove into the crowd, took a stage dive to the next level. The singer kicked off her much-awaited ears to her with a splash of seemingly diving headfirst into the stage during the opening concert in Arizona. I mean, she is, look at that picture. She is going yeah. head first. I don't think it's a crowd dive. I think it's she part like dove of the show. Stage? I think there's yeah. like a hole or something that she jumps through or there's oh, something. Okay. Because a lot of cameras were rolling when she pulled it off and it was kind of considered like a feat. You is know that how I mean? she leaves the stage? She just, I, I'm going to tell I'm going to leave the stage at McGuire's. <laughs> I'm just going to dive into a hole and uh, go run down uh, Sunrise Highway. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there you go, everybody. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. This is wild times. Uh, Spring is here. Mm -hmm. And as we said earlier today, spring is here. And uh, you're going to need some spring essentials. We haven't done a fashion segment here on Cover to Cover in a long time. And now that it's spring, you guys don't want to be out there in in winter clothes. You you want to know the spring essentials. Uh, And here's what you're going to need. You want to hear some of the spring essentials fashion-wise, Alex? Yes, sir. What you're going to need this year? I don't know. It says spring fashions. You're going to need an Arquette oversized wool hopsack blazer. Mm-hmm. Also, the big, the big blazer's the big back. Blazer. That was been for a little while. Remember, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian walking around looking like, uh, you know, Tom Hanks yeah. and big when they made him, when he went from <laughs> Tom Hanks back to the kid yeah. and he had a big suit on. Mm-hmm. You watch that movie now. Big. I loved big. Who didn't love big? We all loved big. But I guess some of those 80s movies, even Back to the Future, has some really kind of creepy stuff. Like, wait a minute. Am I getting this right? Like the mother, his mother, Leah, Tom- Leah Thompson, mm-hmm. wants to fuck him. But it's his son. Like yeah. Marty McFly is her kid, right? Yeah. But then in high she's like, I got to fuck this kid when he comes back to the future. And I'm like, that's weird. That's a weird. But you didn't see it when I first saw it. When I was watching it, you know, 1985, I'm like, I didn't see that. Now I'm like, that's a weird one. Yeah. You know, but anyway, and then the same with big because he's 12 or something. And then that girl, Elizabeth Perkins, like, you know, they have a full on love affair. And mm-hmm. then it, she drives him home when he goes back to being little after he talks to that Zolar Zolar goes back yeah. to him, and he walks down the street and, she, and he turns back into a little kid and she's looking at him lovingly like, oh, there goes my boyfriend. There goes my- he's nine. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it was like, we were, these were blockbuster hits. Mortified. Yeah, these were blockbuster hits. Just different times, everybody. What, do you, what can I tell you? Anyway, so uh, that's a big jacket. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow's got one. Everybody's got one. Get it, get it, get it. Uh, oh, this is fun. A metallic velvet wrap skirt. Uh, okay. I like that. Oh, a lot of metallics out there. A lot of Oh, is this going to be a hot trend? Here's a metallic faux leather st- leg pant. Metallic. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Oh, this gal's all oh, big giant jeans. Yeah, that's Look coming back. Look at these. Baggy low-rise Baggy. organic jeans. The perfect wash for the perfect fit. Abercrombie and Fitch has them. Curve. Lo- this, are they still doing Abercrombie and Fitch? They are. Still go in there? Mm-hmm. Still got that cologne that I used to People yeah. used to Fierce. douse themselves in. Fierce. The whole store used to smell like it. They have a documentary on Abercrombie and Fitch on Netflix. I watched it. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, that they used to, those model, these yeah. real handsome kids throwing a football, mm-hmm. you know, pants half, half off coming down, showing the cracks of their ass and mm-hmm. throwing a football in the backyard. Real handsome. Yeah. You know, real sinewy type of children. Ripped children. Yeah. Whatever they were. I don't know how leaning against the door. Yeah. Just leaning against the door. And they used to have them out front of some of the brick and mortar ones. Mm -hmm. And one, there was one in the Grove. It's gone now. But they used to have these kids standing out front with no shirts on. With no shirts on. Just like real handsome, you know, I I shouldn't say kids. I think they were of age. I mean, yeah. But if you watch this documentary, maybe not. I mean, they had a work permit. so. So who knows? Anyway. Uh, Elizabeth Perkins could have fucked him. That just is a reference back to what I was just talking about. You get what I'm doing. All right. It doesn't look like this is going to be as exciting as I thought it was. There's a new show coming on HGTV, Barbie Dreamhouse Challenge. Okay. It's going to be a promo with the new Barbie movie coming out, Greta Gerwig's Barbie, starring Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. She's going to be, it was supposed to originally be Amy Schumer. Remember that? It was going to be an Amy oh, Schumer, yeah. big Amy Schumer movie. And I, which I think might have been a better, that seems like more fun mm-hmm. if it's Amy Schumer, but I think they probably changed the script or whatever now that it's uh, Margot Robbie and it's uh, the other kid there who's, who used to be in the Mickey Mouse oh, Club. Um, dated, it goes out, Eva Mendez. <sighs> yes. You know, is, Eva Mendez is selling sponges. Did you guys know that? I had no <laughs> I idea. I know it's a weird one. My but childhood I mean, crush. Everybody's. Yeah, I mean, selling she sponges? Was, yeah, she sells sponges. Not real sponges, like to wash your dishes. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. They're, they're married, right? They are, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they keep that one on the down low. You don't mm-hmm. hear about that. That's good. That's yeah. as it should be. They have kids. I think they have kids. I think they do. Um, well, I, I'm gonna. I got news for the two of them. I know they're doing well, but don't order a pizza from Domino's. Of course, you're normally like you gotta have to sell seventeen uh, sponges. These are the teams that'll be on. It's a Barbie. It's a four episode uh, thing. Barbie Dreamhouse Challenge will feature eight teams of HGTV superstars as they transform a Southern California home into a real life. Barbie Dreamhouse mm. supermodel Ashley Graham is going to host. We remember wow. her. Hugh Grant hates her. <laughs> Thinks she's a dumb, d- you know. And anyway, uh, the team will overhaul these homes uh, in, 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 in such as 60s Atomic Age Kitchen, 70s Disco Vibe for Ken's Den. Anyway, these are some of the these are some of the stars of HGTV. Which how how am I not on this show? I mean, you see what I'm doing with this house, Alex. You've walked through it and yeah. you you're from the streets. You mm-hmm. don't know anything. I don't know. Uh yeah, I mean, you're lucky to have a roof over your head at this point. But you walk through and you're like, "We we're doing something right over yeah. here." You see I've transformed it. This is a dream house. Thank you, Alex. I mean, now how why would they put have me on? I know they need teams, but it mm-hmm. could be you and Alex and I together. Yeah. Two young guys getting in there and, you know, making things happen to a Barbie dream house. Mhm. Here's who it's going to be. I have a good eye for 60s vintage-inspired kitchens. That would be perfect. Mike Jackson and Jasmine Roth, they're they're going to be a team. Okay. Uh, Antonio LaFaso, he's on Beachside Brawl, whatever the fuck that wow. is. Ty Pennington, I remember him. Mm-hmm. He was big star there for a minute. Then yeah. I believe he had a couple of drinks. I think he's he's had some drinks. I could just <laughs> tell by looking at his face, he's had some drinks. Uh, Allison Victoria and Jonathan Knight. I mm. watch his show. He's new kids on the block. Jonathan Knight, he's going to be on this show, and Christina Creston, they're on Farmhouse Fixer. Yeah, we talked about uh, this. Yeah, I like it. I like his show. Christina Hall and James Bender, they're on Christina on the Coast. Keith Byman and Evan Thomas, they're on Bargain Block, and uh, Brian and Micah Kleimschmidt, a hundred day dream home. Uh, they're all going to. Oh, and Michael Smith Boyd and Anthony L. Williams are Lux, Lux for life. They're nice. all going to try and get these houses so it's a big competition. up and running. Yeah. Remember what he did with the Brady Bunch house? I used to live right by the Brady Bunch house mm-hmm. in Studio City. 
and they overdid that one. They had the kids from the Brady Bunch come in because the one guy, uh, Peter Brady, Christopher Knight is his name in real life. He has a pretty successful like home uh, furniture line. And wow. It's kind of nice stuff. Yeah, Christopher Knight's got like a ton of like, uh, I mean, it was an odd pivot, you know, because he was like trying to be, there was a minute there where he was like reality star guy. He was doing all the, the ones where I need, I think they need to bring these back and maybe they have on like MTV where they just put a bunch of losers in a house and mm-hmm. then they give, give a couple of drinks to Vern Troyer and, and let that yeah, shit happen, you know? Yeah, happens. Yeah, and yeah. that's what, and Vern Troyer, give him a, you give four martinis and a tricycle mm-hmm. and you got a TV show. Yeah. And Peter Brady was involved in that. And I remember there was one episode where he took off his shirt and he was all jacked up. Wow. And I was like, Jesus, Peter Brady's jacked up. And then he became like almost kind of like a star again because he married at Adrian Curry. She was some half-ass model, mm-hmm. and uh, and they and then they spun that. That's that's over now. Yeah, they spun that off into like Adrian and Peter, and and uh, he'll have forever be Peter Brady. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, for these people, it's just got to be that we. Used, I worked a lot. I mean, he might as well be Barry Man in, in the in the early Chelsea Lately days. Yeah. I worked a lot with Barry Williams, who's a, who's a Greg Brady. Okay. Uh, now, if you're of my age, I mean, Greg Brady was about as cool as it could possibly be for mm-hmm. a guy my age. But like I would watch that show and go, this guy is the shit. Just his outfits, his look, everything about him was mm-hmm. just fucking cool. The way he lived his life. And uh until that it yeah to use a term that everyone you jumped the shark. It yes. jumped the shark and then they began you know, they ran out of ideas and I put him in a band and then it, it got a little corny and and, yeah. he, and and Greg, as cool as he was he started to look like kind of a dork in the band, mm-hmm. singing those songs and shit. Anyway, but uh, so I got to work with uh, Barry Williams quite a bit on the early Chelsea Lately days when we couldn't get real guests. We would get Barry Williams, <laughs> would do anything for a couple of bucks. Yeah. And we had him a lot. You know, we did a bowling segment with him and Chelsea are going to bowl. Jimmy Walker. How do you like this? Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. From, yes, good times. Jimmy Walker. Barry Williams, we had to, you have to pay Jimmy Walker extra get, to get him to say dynamite. Oh, that was his catchphrase yes. in the 70s. And you got to give him like 50 extra bucks, otherwise, he doesn't go he dynamite. So, if Chelsea got a strike, it was like Chelsea and Chewie were bowling against Greg Brady. And uh, I think it was, <laughs> this is not a joke, I think it was Greg Brady, Barry Williams, um, uh, Jimmy Walker and and Ron Jeremy. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. I know, I know. Well, I've heard of one that of was those early people. Days. That was early. <laughs> yeah. <days. laughs> and uh, yeah, and Barry and Barry Williams could not get Chelsea's name right. Mm-hmm. He kept calling it Chesney or something. And we we're like, uh, it's not that hard. Chesney. And you say Chesney. We're like, um, Barry. It's Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Hey, Chesney. Like, what? That's not even a name. Where are you getting that from? Anyway, he was, and then he invited us to his thing. He was doing, which we wanted to go, and turns out it just didn't work out time wise. But he was doing something in in Branson, Missouri called the Brady Brunch. Okay. And it's him on stage. Who, this sounds like, how this is not still running is beyond me. Mm -hmm. He needs to do this everywhere. Brady Brunch, whatever. Now it's all. You know, it's the worst thing in the world. Apparently, if you if you watch certain news networks, is uh, is uh, you know, dressing up. What do they call it? Drag. Drag. Oh, they're drag. Get these people out of drag. Drag these. They're reading books to the children. Mm-hmm. The drag queens are reading books. I love it. I told you, I was in uh, Alaska yeah. performing at Coots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right, Coots in Alaska. You've heard of it, yeah. And I was bombing horribly in front of four people at Coots, and uh, and I heard through the walls the hooting and hollering, mm-hmm. I'm like, "What's going on in another room? Oh, that's a drag show." I'm like, "Well, of course. I mean, that's a hooting and hollering." But I, so I said, "Sent bring one of those drag queens in here. I yeah. want to talk to them about show business. How, what did I do wrong that I'm in front of four people at Coots and they're over there hooting and And hollering. an Alaska drag queen is sold out. <laughs> so here comes this Alaska, <laughs> giant eight-foot Alaska drag queen, yeah. size 15. Jimmy Choo's comes stomping in. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, it's the, that's what I say about nothing, nothing against drag queen. I love them. They, uh, they can contour a nose like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. You give a drag queen a little rouge and some lipstick, yeah. they can make my father look like tina turner in 15 minutes <laughs> unbelievable the, 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 that's a talent yeah uh so anyway 
here comes this big giant nine foot drag queen and it gets on my and all they got to do is go it's as simple then people go jump out of that they don't do there's zero talent mm. outside of like being able to walk one in, sassy in. remark <laughs> Yes, queen. Yeah. Oh, please, child. Mm -hmm. That's it. The fucking people jump out of their seats. I'm like, you didn't even say anything. No. And then they're like, do they sing? Well, they lip sync to other people's songs. Do they play any instruments? No, they dance around to, you know, uh, Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. Yeah. That's it? That's it. That's it. And people go, but anyway, so that is a lot of brunches now are drag brunches that's probably really fun i know uh ross matthews was doing the thing mm -hmm. drag brunch f bubbly brunch that's probably fun yeah ross up there screaming and yelling you're eating scrambled eggs some you know big drag queens coming up behind you, you know, i'd be like <laughs> singing fucking i will survive I, yeah listen i will these eggs are called what is your name princess you know yeah whatever. that's oh. impressive too Excuse because yeah They'll yeah. come out in the in the morning light. That's I how know. good their makeup is. Well, the thing with the one who came out in Alaska, that it was just full beard. You know, that's oh. that's also kind of the joke. You know, yeah. it's like I'm I'm obviously a man. Well, like no shit. Yeah. I can see you. You got a giant cock on you. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I mean, like you see it in the pants. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, I don't. That's fun. It's all fun. Mm -hmm. It's all fun. I mean, we used to love drag. I don't know what people are upset about it now because they're reading books to children. I have a child. I wouldn't care if a drag queen read a book to me. I'd, I'd appreciate it. If I got to read one of these dumb books one more fucking time, <laughs> I'd rather have a, I'll have a drag queen come over here and read to my daughter. Yeah. But we used to love it. Bosom Buddies. That was drag. Tootsie. That's drag, isn't it? Some like it hot. She's a huge Broadway hit right now. Drag. drag. Once again, old drag. Mm-hmm. I never did it. We used to do a lot on Chelsea Lilly. I never got in the drag. They but, never uh, convinced you to go drag? Because uh, I was just like, oh, I feel like it's a cheap laugh. You yeah. know? I've, I mean, not that I'm above. I'm, obviously, I love a cheap laugh. But I was like, nah, let me. I do a lot of other cheap laughs. Just, yeah. just nah, I'm just not going to do that I've been a gay caveman a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's to... about as cheap as laughs you can get. Yeah. But uh, So I just didn't feel like doing it. Anyway, uh, my point is, what was my drag queen point? I had a drag queen We had point. a drag queen. Oh, Brady oh, Brunch. Oh, Brady Brunch. Yeah. That's it. So this is what Greg Brady was doing. He does Brady brunch. So you, instead of, you sit there having brunch and he just talks about the Brady bunch. Mm -hmm. You know, it tells you ins and outs of the casting and the, this episode, that episode, sings. Wow. Does some songs, does a couple of hits from the Brady band, whatever they, I forget what they call themselves. What was that big hit song? They had like a hit song in the Brady bunch. Anyway, people would be mad at me for not knowing this. I should know I'm this. looking it up. Um, but anyway, that sounds like fun. I want to go to that. I, I don't know if he's still doing it. He's got to be getting up there now. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I honestly, to just go back to the it's Brady. It's a sunshine day. It's a sunshine day. Everybody's singing sunshine day. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, this is all exciting stuff. Let's just play one thing because we want to get the younger crowd. Do you have that uh, clip? Yes, up I do. And posted. Let me get it. Uh, we, I believe, were the first podcast or any news organization to report on this and now it's becoming a big issue um and uh and what what is it called again alex it's called a borg a borg it's a it's a sweeping a blackout let's hear, rage let's hear what these kids have to say yeah. about it. there's a lot of problems with these black it's the latest drinking craze pirates borg for me college kids are partying with gallon sized jugs that they call a borg <laughs> borg stands for blackout rage gallon <laughs> Oh boy. And too many of them are winding up in the ER. Yeah. Last weekend, 46 students at the University of Massachusetts at Amherst were hospitalized. 44? That's a lot. Yeah. Borg challenge. Just in Borg, man. It could be, you know, a recipe for disaster. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. But this is the crowd we want. We want the Borg crowd. Yeah. Blackout. We want Captain Borgen. No. That's what she called herself. I'm Captain Borgen, bitch. <laughs> Pretty clever. That's fun. <laughs> oh, now listen. Forget this girl with the long tongue. Listen, if this girl with the long tongue wants to, you know, she's probably not going to win this lawsuit. No. She wants to do something on TikTok. Have her take that long tongue, stick it in a gallon jug, a blackout and, rage and lick gallon. out blackout rage liquor or whatever. Yeah. Fun. I don't know. That crossed, you know, two worlds. Mm -hmm. Long tongue, big ass, and yeah. Borg. Blackout rage gallon. So if you guys have kids, this is, I read things like this and I'm like, what did I do bringing a kid into this world? Yeah. She's going to be, I mean, hopefully by the time she's old enough, the blackout rage gallon will be gone. Cause I don't even know. We don't get the gallon of milk anymore. 
We're just not putting that down that much milk. Can she do a blackout rage quart? Yeah. Because we do about a quart of milk. Yeah. Uh, blackout rage quart. It could be just the, the cardboard container. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's the answer. These kids won't be going to the emergency room if they just, a gallon's a lot. It's a, it's a lot any, of any liquid. Mm-hmm. Tang. You know, you drink a gallon of tang, you got a problem. You might have to go to the emergency room. So you drink a gallon of whatever they're mixing in there. Mm-hmm. Blackout rage gallon. Would you, would you like a, I found a fun article from her campus. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a, okay. her campus. Her campus. Go uh, ahead. What are they Five saying? fun Borg recipes. Oh, let's hear what they, oh, I, I was curious about what they put in it. This yeah. is good, Alice. What do they put in a Borg? Uh, the number one, a tropical Borgcation. Oh, let me hear that. I might, I might make one of these today. All you need in your gallon jug is coconut rum, half of a tropical. So that's like a Malibu rum, like yes. coconut rum. Okay. Half of a tropical vibe flavored Celsius, which is an energy drink. Oh, that's an energy. Yeah. Uh, some tropical coconut crystal light. Oh, jeez. And you that's mix a lot them together. Yes. That's uh, it. That's that's the uh, a tropical borgation. The sour borgly. Oh, okay. Uh, vodka of choice, tart green apple liquid IV, and green thunder Mio. Oh, wait, this is, <laughs> so this, what is they do this is on a website that's encouraging these gir- encouraging girls board. to make this? Her they're campus? not encouraging it. They're just, just allowing, telling you that this is what enabling. you should put in. So this is interesting. Is It's essentially what I'm learning about them as we go is it's a lot of liquid IV, Mio, energy drinks. What's liquid IV? What the hell is it's that? It's kind of like a rehydrator kind of. A, you can get it at gas stations. It's like a five-hour energy for I tell you, the hydration. Pro- I, I always say it, Alex. The, 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 mm. the downfall of America began with the yeah. rise of energy drinks. Uh-huh. It really. Did. It, did. it did it did they started closing bookstores and started making more energy drinks mm-hmm. and then people had energy they had yeah. energy to do what what are you gonna do with that energy you gotta fucking start sticking out your long tongue mm-hmm. and try to make money on on the internet with a long tongue and a big ass and that's where it all went that's down where it started too much everyone's got too much energy go to bed go to bed take your long tongue close your mouth mm-hmm. and you know what you do with that long tongue snore yeah because go to sleep don't get on, don't, you don't get yourself in any trouble. Oh, boy. Anyway, what else do we get? Thank you, Alex, for finding yeah. those are pretty good Borg recipes. <laughs> if you're ready for a Borg, uh, let me know. Ten most expensive cities in the U.S. Uh, you know, it, basically, you guys know the ones. Mm-hmm. Ten most expensive cities. Oakland, number 10. Wow. Uh, Seattle, number nine. Boston, uh-huh. number eight. I believe that. Number seven, Los Angeles. Uh, we, we, that's pretty good. You wouldn't know it by fucking the neighborhood I live in. Orange County, number six. Number five, D.C. Brooklyn. Oh, mm. number four. It's up. expensive. San Francisco, of course. We all know that. Honolulu, Hawaii. Really? The second most expensive second. city in the country. Oh, uh, number one, of course, New York City. Manhattan. We'll be there Saturday and Sunday. I'll be walking the streets of Manhattan. Very excited. If you guys have any, you know, if you guys have any... uh you know, hot tips. Let mm-hmm. me know. Let me know. Uh, okay, that's it. Um, we have anything? I think we did good yeah. on this one. We covered a lot. Mm-hmm. Covered a lot of news. Covered a lot of feeling a little bit uh, bad for this. Uh, who did we talk about yesterday? She was Amanda found, Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Yes, Amanda Bynes. More trouble for Amanda Bynes. I, I feel bad for these people who have to have these. Uh, I Thank God I don't have any mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Because it's tough. It's got to be tough. And it's hard for me to sympathize with because I just don't have it. Yeah. So I don't I don't mean to sound, I'll throw Britney Spears in. I'll throw man, you know, a lot of them in, into this. I don't have, I mean, some people would argue that I probably have a lot of mental health issues. But yeah. uh, I, I don't believe that I have any the, like truly debilitating mental health mm-hmm. issues where I can't function. Yeah, you're not having like psychological No, I'm breaks. not taking off my clothes and walking down the street, yeah. which some people Flagging have. Flagging down you know? cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what this Amanda Bynes mm-hmm. did. She was found in downtown LA naked uh, and then they had to put her on the psychiatric hold or whatever. So, I mean, that's tough. It's tough. Whatever these, that's that show business, show business, like I said, it ain't for everybody. And this mm-hmm. is Amanda Bynes. Yeah. She had a, a pretty on good top road. Of the world. Yeah. yeah. She had a pretty, she had a, I mean, I'm not going to say an easy road because it probably wasn't, but she didn't have to play Maguire's on a Friday night. You no. know what I'm saying? If anything's going to, going to make you walk down the street naked. It's McGuire's. I actually might leave the stage at McGuire's in, uh, on Friday night and mm-hmm. walk down Sunrise Highway in the nude past um, the airport diner and over to my hotel. Yeah. Uh, the Hilton Garden Inn on Sunrise Highway. Or is it Vets? Vets Highway. I'm not exactly sure. I always get confused between those two. 
Anyway, do we have anything fun to get out of here, yeah, right, Alex? What do we, we got? absolutely uh, do. This one is for Amanda Bynes. This one's for the eight foot actually, tall. Actually, you know what? Well, let's do it again. Can we close on Sunshine Day by Brady Bunch? Yeah, yeah. Do you have it? Okay, yeah. Let's do that. What are we going to play? Uh, Glory Gainer. I will survive. Oh, that might have been For the UMass yeah. students. That might have been <laughs> for the Borg actually, drinker. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do that. Yeah, this one is for uh, this one is for Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes, we, uh, honey, our prayers are with you, Amanda mm-hmm. Bynes. I hate to see anybody suffering through anything. Uh, for the and, students, and, and I of, hope I hope you find peace in, in whatever mm-hmm. uh, world headspace you're in. You know, I, yeah. I hate to see you go through these things, and it's probably it's not her fault. You know, if somebody got her into show business and it fucked her up. Yeah, and I, I feel bad for people like that. So uh, anyway, we, and who else? Amanda Bynes for the and, students of UMass, the board drinking, the forty three students, students forty three hospitals, was it St. Patrick's Day or yeah, something? St. They Patrick's all Day. drank too much. Uh, what do you call it? tropical uh, board? tropical borgation? <laughs> <laughs> For a a, bor- a Borgen creamsicle, oh. yeah. <laughs> they all sound so fucking gross. Oh, and boy. for the uh, eight foot tall men of uh, the of Coots oh, in of Alaska, Coots in Alaska. Be, so, supposedly we're going back in November. We'll see if that. We'll happens. see if you make it. Yeah. And honestly, this song's for you if you decide to go to Alaska. Oh, Gloria Gaynor. Oh, I will survive. Classic Studio Fifty Four, classic. Miss mm-hmm. Gloria Gaynor. I mean, this has got to be the drag anthem, anthem right? Yeah. I would agree. It's a good song. It really puts you in like a 1970s disco headspace. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bianca Jagger's here on a horse. She, she went to Studio 54 on a horse one time. Yeah. I never got to go Studio 54 era, but God, I would have loved to walk around there. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, it's Liza Minnelli with Calvin Klein and Halston. Mm-hmm. Who's over there? That's um, Brooke Shields. She's nine. Doesn't anyone check IDs? What about Drew Barrymore? Yeah, she's having a Cosmo. Isn't she four? Don't ask questions. We're having fun. Had a big uh, Studio 54 used to have a big like, Coke spoon. A oh, cocaine wow. spoon yeah. to come down, like on the it was part of the decorations. It's a debaucherous times, yeah, you know. Different times. Yeah. God, can you imagine having a long tongue at Studio Fifty Four? The things you could have done oh. to people's buttholes. Oh my God. Those were the days. Everybody loves it. Blackout Rage Gallon. Oh, you know what else Alex told me about? What do they call that when letters mean something? When they call it a... Uh, like an anagram? Anagram. A- anagram. Al- I didn't know what a, a thought was. Oh. I had, Al- before I went to air, I said, what's thought? Alex said, that hoe, what is it? That hoe over there. <laughs> I did not know that. That hoe over there. Over there. Oh, excuse me. Over there. <laughs> excuse me. My apologies. <laughs> um, and Borg is another one. Yeah, Blackout, Blackout Rage, Rage Gallon. Gallon. Oh my God! What a what a world we're living in. Be careful, everybody. Taylor Swift is diving on people. Borg is kill is putting people in the hospital. Not killing anyone yet. Give it some It'll time. Get there, yeah. And uh, you know, and 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 drag queens are reading to children. Yeah. How dare they? How dare they do such things? I love doing this podcast. We have some fun over here on Cover to Cover. Thank you for listening. We have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. It's uh, $5 and $10. We do a ton over our Patreon. We're throwing Patreons out all the time. If yep. you like what you heard just now, we're trying to get a young crowd. If, if you guys have jumped on board mm-hmm. and you're not drinking a... Jumped on Borg. Ooh, oh, got oh, Thank you very much. Uh, we'd love to have you come over to Patreon and keep, the, you know, keep this ship afloat. Um, also, uh, we... Come and see us live helps out too. And Franjola.fun has all the dates. Doing a whole Southern swing in April, Florida swing in April, Tampa, Jacksonville, West Palm, Ooh. Florida. Then I'm on to Chicago doing downtown Zanies, my favorite club in the country. Uh, doing Rosemont in Chicago. Love that one too. Doing both of those. Doing Indianapolis, St. Louis. Never did them before. Ooh, a little saxophone Ooh. coming in. Uh, yeah, so we got a ton. Frangelo.fun and more. DC, Pittsburgh. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. I'll announce a date soon. Coming to the improv in Pittsburgh. 
Uh, what else do we got? We got the, of course, Comedy Works in Denver. Denver's in August. Yep. That's everybody's Downtown talking about that. John Elway is excited. He's coming. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun uh, this year doing some shows. So, Franjola.fun has all... Come see the live shows. We're having a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is like a, dis- this is like a real disco. Version. Yeah. I like it. I wish we had that. I'm going to invite that drag queen from, Flo- from Alaska over. Over to the house to read to my daughter. To the house. Yeah, oh, to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the house. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. Oh, boy. All right, everybody. That's it. Thank you for listening. We're on our way to the East Coast. Both Alex and I have early flights. So, we're going to send this out to you on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Bye-bye. never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.